0: You are listening to Melbourne Lights Church Weekly Podcast. What do you call an accountant without a spreadsheet? Lost. Very good. Have you ever heard the one about the fun accountant? Me neither. What do you call an accountant without a calculator? Lonely. Because it's your best friend. My, ca- my. <laughs> Louise said, "I gave it to Louise." She said, "I don't understand." So I had to think about it. I said, "No, it's because it's your friend." You see, my calculator died recently, and I had to buy a new one. Well, like <laughs> <It's not funny. laughs> well, that's the point, Bethany. It's a dad joke. It's not meant to be funny. It's meant you're meant to laugh because it's so ridiculously unfunny. You got it. So welcome to. Uh... Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But the Lord is an accountant, because you got making funny noise, because uh, you all have to give an accounting of your lives, right? So uh, there we go. <laughs> all right, enough of the enough of the bad jokes. So, welcome to the Melbourne Lights Church annual financial review. <laughs> Thank you for being here today. Please don't leave yet. Okay. But before I start with the review, I want to encourage you with a portion of scripture from the book of Matthew in the Bible. <laughs> Not from his book, but his name. <laughs> he writes a good book, by the way. Yeah. Anyway, but it's, it's, it's the historical account of Jesus feeding the 4,000 with seven loaves of bread and some fish. So let's read from Matthew 15, verses 32 to 38. We got it there? Beautiful. Jesus called his disciples to him and he said, I have compassion on these people. They have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. I thought to myself, how hungry must these guys have been to hang out there for three days? I mean, we could barely go through a couple of hours of a service and we're running out the door to grab a coffee. I mean, these guys were there for three days. (laughs) I'm talking to myself, that is. Um, I do not want to send them away hungry or they may collapse on the way. I mean, it was quite desperate, actually. Uh, So his disciples said, where could we get enough bread in this remote place to feed such a crowd? How many loaves do you have, Jesus asked. Seven, they replied, and a few small fish. So somebody in the disciple group gang, gang, Gang. (laughs) in the disciple gang, (laughs) you know what I mean. (laughs) They had thought about lunch. So... Uh, So he told the crowd to sit on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish. And when he had given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples. And they in turn to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. Afterward, the disciple picked up seven basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate were 4,000 men besides women and children. So what's interesting to me in this text is that Jesus would ask his disciples to feed the huge crowd. I mean, Jesus would have had known what the disciples had with them, and he was God after all. He would have known that there wasn't much in the ways of resources to feed all these people. And it wasn't as if there was a Coles or a Woolies just down the road where they could go and pick up some supplies. But he says to his disciples, I do not want to send them away hungry. I want to say this to you just as an extra thing for free. <laughs> When you come to Jesus, you'll never go away empty. He will always fill you. See, Jesus wasn't thinking in accordance with the natural economy. Where, and that's my challenge because, you know, in the accounting world, you trained. Debits have to match your credits, just the way it is. That's how to balance the books. But Jesus wasn't thinking in, in accordance with natural economy where X number of resources could feed X number of people. He was thinking beyond the natural, and he was thinking in terms of his father's economy, always thinking according to his father's economy. The father's economy is supernatural, where one plus one, contrary to most math teachers, doesn't equal two. It's an economy where seven loaves of bread and a few fish can feed 4,000 men plus women and children, let's say 10,000 people, with a surplus of seven basketfuls still over, left over. See, in the same way, I feel the Lord encourage all of us today to begin to think in accordance with the Father's economy, which is supernatural, and not to be bound or restricted by the natural economy. So for me, this, this is encouragement to not look to our own resources, to, to feed the spiritually hungry. As a church, I mean, I love Matt, has a big heart. He thinks with the Father's economy in mind. We're always generous, and that's a challenge, you know, because oftentimes we'll be looking at the numbers. We think, can we do this? Can't we do this? It's a challenge, but we have to think in terms of the Father's economy. I was mentioning to somebody today that if God's invited you to the lunch, he's gonna pick, your, he's gonna pick up the tab, So that's an encouragement for all of us. And I was saying to the guys this morning, what was interesting to me was the loaves and the bread, that as Jesus broke them up, so they multiplied. So it was as we we dedicate the resources that God has given us to what he's asking us to do, the multiplication will happen. I mean, he could have taken the loaves and just made many more loaves, fish, many more fish. No, but he broke them, and it's in the breaking, and you can take this any way you like, but it's in the breaking that the multiplication happens. Can I leave that little thought with you? Can I have an amen for that? Or an oh my? i got my little friend here today. Oh, yeah, here we go. So I only get out once a year, and this is, this is the time. <laughs> you may. You may borrow it. So, um, it is financial review time, and uh, like I said, thank you for being here. Uh, I count it such a privilege to see the faithfulness of God and the generosity of His people from week to week and year to year. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, one of my responsibilities is to oversee the financials of the church and to make sure that we account properly for the money we receive and the money we spend. It's a pity. It's a pity. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I normally have a bit of a dig at Elodie because she spends a lot of money, but I want to say this to you, that the look and the feel of this church is because of her. She does an incredible job. Yes, she spends money, but it's money well spent. Can I say that? And actually, can we give her a round of applause so maybe we can tell her that we celebrated her today? Thank you for Elodie, Lord. So we have procedures in place, checks and balances, to make sure we're properly accountable before the Lord and also in the eyes of the authority. And last joke of the day is why are accountants so cool, calm, and collected? It's because they have strong internal controls. All right. Okay, so every year... We have our financials audited by an accounting company as required by law for -for not-for-profit organizations. So the audit was completed last year in November, and the audit opinion was that we were complying with legislation. In other words, they were satisfied that we were accounting and reporting for our expenditure and income accurately. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Hans is very happy about that. So the 2022-23 year has been a very full year of ministry locally, translocally, and overseas. It's been very encouraging to hear what God has done through us in the nation and in the nations. We've been to Tassie, New Zealand, Indonesia, the Philippines, Dandenong, and beyond, Uh, I'll throw in my trip to South Africa and our trip to the UK, because everywhere we go, we represent the king and the kingdom, and also we represent our church. So I want to throw that in there too. We've been to Tassie, like I said, and um, everywhere we've gone, we've spread the good news of the gospel, shared about his kingdom, and touched the lives of people in the profoundly wonderful name of Jesus. Amen can we have graph number one up please Hugo oh there we go Oof. doesn't look so good does it so the I'm gonna tell you what it means keep it looks good all right so that's our previous year over there uh, in the green and the blue is the the last the reporting period which is 22 23 and if you could see the the graph on the left uh, this is the net profit comparison You will see that, uh, let's go, sorry, on the left over there, you'll see that we had a deficit, in other words, a loss in the 22, 23 year compared to a profit of 48,000 in the previous financial period. You can see from this graph over here, the total expenditure comparison, that our expenditure increased from around $379,000 to around $502,000, so we spent more money that's what's happened. (laughs) I know it's hard to believe, but we spent more money. (laughs) That's why we have a loss. (laughs) It's complicated, isn't it? (laughs) But there are reasons, there are very good reasons for why we're in that position there, and it's not all Elodie. (laughs) It's actually Matt. No, I'm joking. Uh, So expenses in the different categories that we we report on, our administration was up by 16%, our apostolic was up by 94%, our facilities were up by 41%, and our ministry was up by 23%. We go to graph number two. Please, Hugo. And I'll go into a bit more detail there later. So here you can see our income. Now, this is a praise report, because that's previous year tithes and offerings. And this is the last period. Yeah. Look at that. That's an increase. Can I say that's because of your faithfulness and because of God's goodness? Yeah. Can I say that? Yeah. All right. So, so that's an increase of 12%. That's good. Offerings were down, um, but there's offerings over there, down a little bit. Uh, cafe takings were up. Look, and I want to thank Beck Pelo because she does an amazing job. Of recruiting people and, and just generally releasing a good vibe in the cafe, so thank you, Beck. we love you, Beck. You are a treasure and as pointed out last year, um, our income trend i don 't know if you know what a trend is this is what we do for fun is a trend is so is you look at all the data and then you see whether it 's going up or whether it 's going down okay so our income trend, I think I mentioned this last year, but just in case you forgot. Um, has has increased consistently from year to year, so eleven years ago we were reporting an income of around two hundred thousand dollars this year it 's four hundred and thirty six thousand dollars that 's pretty good I think it 's good <laughs> amen <laughs> so I mean this just speaks to me of god 's faithfulness and you guys i mean you you guys are faithful as well and it 's the thing is you get a revelation of tithes and offerings. It changes your life, you know, because you begin to realize that you can never outgive God, number one. Number two, He'll never let you down. You know, financially things might get tight, but I, I, can, I see what comes in and I see the lives of people. And I can tell you this, that people who give regularly, they are doing well in every area of their lives. So I just want to encourage you. Um, you know, it's spiritual maturity where you say, yes, I'm going to give my money to the Lord, um, put my trust in Him. That's what tithing is. You're putting your trust in Him rather than your own abilities. We, we really oftentimes want to rely on ourselves as men. I want to rely on myself. I want to be, I want to be self-sufficient. But God doesn't want that. He wants you to be dependent on Him. Um, so it's about trusting Him enough that He will supply every need. Amen. And the Bible says he's no man's debtor, so you can never outgive him. Okay, graph number three, the source of income. So here you can see um, most of our income is from tithes and offerings. There's some offerings over there, and look at that nice little Beck-related segment of the pie. That's the cafe. I mean, that's important, isn't it? Because to be honest, if that was zero, this may not be as big. Oh, no, I can't say that. Um, let's go to graph number four, our expenditure. So you'll see I spoke about the areas that we were increasing our expenditure in. You'll see our administration was up by 16%, and the main reasons for that was our insurance costs went were, uh, increased, and this was across all industries. Our meeting costs were up. We catered and hosted for uh, more more events this year than previous years, and some of these things that we catered for included uh, the welcome to church lunches, transform young adult events, and Christmas in July, and so on. Also, the cost of catering. Cafe and office supplies have gone up due to the cost of living increases. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but you get less for your money nowadays. It's all gone up, except your salaries. But in God, we declare that they're going to (laughs) come. Amen. And then the tires will go up. You know, it's just like, it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) Apostolic costs were up by 94%. Look at that. And that's good, because that's money we give away from ourselves. And that's because we traveled more. Uh, We did ministry trips uh, uh, into Indo, Tassie, and Philippines. And uh, the money we gave... uh, to, in the way of apostolic gifts, increased, from 16, increased by $16,000 from the previous year. We, this includes very generous gifts to people who ministered with us. Some of these people we blessed um, financially includes Pat Steele. I don't know if you remember Pat. Yeah. He's the evangelist guy. Josiah Nakotra from Glorious Gospel. Uh, Peter, Peter McHugh, Yopi and Helen, Jody Romero from California, is it? Yeah. So, we, we gave them all generous gifts. Uh, we like to bless people when they come. We want, we want people to see, yes, we, we have the Father's economy in mind, not the natural economy, right? Uh, we sewed into the training for the Indo Church, where we sponsored the uh, equip there with a gift of $5,500. Um, moving on to the facilities, that little section there, that really went up because our interest rates on the mortgage loan went up. So, we they, it increased from around to $1,700 a month to $3,000, so that's why there's an, that increase. Quite substantial. Be good to pay that off one day, just saying. If we can, if the Lord moves your heart, feel free to give to the building fund. <laughs> we haven't planned this, and Matt's not telling me to say this. <laughs> but you can, you know, if you come into a windfall, that is. Or not, as the case may be. I don't want to ever close the door on anything, okay? Number four, but I'll stop talking about that. So number four is our ministry expenses, which is that section over there, also gone up quite a lot. Uh, So the main reason for that increase was we added a full-time employee to our admin team for 22-23. Also, our other ministry expenses increased, and this was mostly due to an increase of giving of mercy gifts, including a gift to compassion. Um, outreach expenses, and a substantial gift actually given to Glorious Gospel Church to their building fund. So you see, we're not, we're not keeping the money for ourselves, you know? That would defeat the point, wouldn't it? So during this time, we have, we've helped a lot of people with food cards, rent assistance, and money to get by. If a request comes to us, we pray. We, we don't ever really lend money to people. I just want to say because we're not a bank, but we pray and if God says yes, then we do it. There's no question, we do it. And so, in addition to our expenses, we also had some capital expenditure where we upgraded some of the admin team's hardware. We purchased the square terminal for the cafe. I don't know if you know what that is. That's to help us get that job going easier. And I think it's been okay, Beck. you think so? Yep, yep. Uh, we purchased air dryers for the toilet. So this is the thing, right? So do we, for your, yeah, so air drives for your hands, right? Just a bad saying. <laughs> well, I, don't know, I don't know what he's talking about. Anyway, but so the dilemma is, the dilemma is, you, you know, we, we don't really want to buy the paper towels anymore because we're saving money, right? And that's why we bought the hair drives. But the thing is, everybody still goes to the paper towels and then to the air drives. So I don't know. Like, we'll have to work out what goes on there. But we did buy them and they're there to use. And we refreshed some of our sound equipment. Graph number five. Okay, that's the allocation of our expenditure. And you can see uh, the pie chart here just gives you an idea of what we're spending on. So that's our ministries. A small section there for depreciation of our capital items. Uh, That would be our administration. And that's our apostolic. And that's our facilities. So you can see where we put our money. You know, we put our money into ministry. Isn't that where it should go? Amen. So, I think we're doing our job. Facilities is a minor part of it. That's this building. Uh, Apostolic is important because that's what Jesus has called us to. Amen? Amen. So, there we go. So, in summary, getting ready to land. So, it's been a full-on year, 2022-23. We have an amazing pastoral team. Can we give them a hand? That's Gabby and Paul on staff. Monica, they do just an incredible job. Um, Together, we've loved, supported, encouraged, and discipled people. And every time I write discipled, it wants to change it to disciplined. (laughs) And we might have done a little bit of that, but generally, we're discipling people. Uh, and some of these things we did uh, some of the things we did this year was we did the silence breakers course again. We had a men's burger night. We can look forward to that again, I'm sure. We had people join the church, we've hosted Welcome to Church lunches. LED's done a lot of those. We've had more nights. We've done street outreaches. We've done nursing home outreaches. We had a great turnout in the equip to the equip in Sydney, one of the best equips ever. And I want to encourage you, you need to go because it's good. We hosted a, yes, you can clap there. (laughs) We hosted a Father's Day breakfast at the factory. We had a team in New Zealand for Rise Up and ministering at the village, which is the name of a church. We've had baptisms, we've had prayer meetings, we've preached the gospel, we had a team go to Mount Gambia running a youth event, we've had city celebrations, a number of people have come through and ministered to us, we've blessed people with Christmas hampers, the goods and the gospel, as, as we like to say. We've had rise-up events, we've had teams in, in Tassie, we've sent a team to Jogjakarta in Indonesia, Jody and, ne- and Vanessa from Restoration Church in LA ministered to us. We had the marriage course led by and hosted by Paul and Mon and look forward to doing more of that down the track. We've uh, celebrated and blessed the mums on Mother's Day. We've counseled people. Uh, Leaders are being raised up. We've supported people with financial needs. We had Compassion Sunday. Um, We've invested into various areas of ministry, such as children, youth, young adults, and the music team, and so on. And over the years, we've created a provision fund, which has a healthy balance right now for ministry opportunities that God may present us for in the future. So all of this is positioning us to do his work. Can we stand and give him applause? Because it's all because of him. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness, Lord. Praise your wonderful name. Thank you. Amen. Going to hand over to Matt now. We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. If you have any questions or would like more information, please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au